Colossians chapter 3, starting at verse 15. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. And then let's turn over to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and we read in verse 18. Verse 18 is, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for your Son, Jesus, your only begotten Son, who died on the cross to forgive our sins. So we thank you that through him we have eternal life, through him we have redemption, we have forgiveness of sins, we have eternal salvation. And we thank you for this, Father, that he has secured our eternal redemption. I thank you, Father, for the scriptures that enlighten our path to know how to conduct ourselves in your house as we come to worship you. But thank you for the scriptures that are there to teach us how to walk with you in this world, how to be thankful and grateful that we have life, both physical life and spiritual life, eternal life. But help me now, Father, to be clear and understood. Help us all to listen with the ears you've given us. Jesus always said, he who has ears, listen. To help us, Father, to listen not just with our physical ears, but with our inner eye, with our heart, as we come now to hear and continue in giving thanks always. Help me now, Father. Help us all. And again, we thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you, Father, for all that you give us. And it's all by your doing. We can be here this morning now and worship you. And we praise you and thank you for this. And I pray and ask this all in the precious name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. Last Sunday I started a sermon with giving thanks and we got to our first helpful insight which was to give thanks in all circumstances. And so this morning we will continue and we'll look at our second helpful insight. But the big question is, do we find ourselves as Christians always giving thanks? No matter what situation we are in. I mean, the dictionary defines thanksgiving as the act of giving thanks. It's an expression of thanks. It's, it's showing gratitude. The fact that we're here this morning, we should be thankful. The fact that we've woken up healthy this morning, we should be thankful. We should, be, we should have some form of gratitude. Let's be honest, we're probably all good at giving thanks for everything that goes well, for the blessings that come our way. But how good are we at giving thanks always through the bad times, through the difficult circumstances? And yes, we all are going through difficult circumstances. This COVID-19 has disrupted the festive season, people's plans, wanting to get away to the beach, along the garden route, to have just have time out. And those plans were disrupted. 
as Christians, would we still give thanks? How are we doing in giving thanks in all circumstances? Someone said it is spiritually abnormal for Christians to be unthankful. And if we are unthankful, this is what happens to us. Paul tells us in Romans chapter 1. We become futile in our thinking and in our foolish hearts become darkened. And we end up exchanging the truth for a lie, which results in us worshipping the creature rather than the creator. As soon as you stop giving thanks, your spiritual life is going to go more towards, towards the worldly things than the heavenly things. And when we fail to give thanks, Christ is probably no longer at the centre of our lives. But to hear more of this introduction, you're welcome to listen to last Sunday's sermon. But before we look at our second helpful insight, to, to help us to give thanks always, let's, let's just recap on we give thanks in all circumstances. And that's what verse 18 of 1 Thessalonians says, give thanks in all circumstances. And this refers to both the bad times and the good times. This refers to both the favourable times and the unfavourable times. As Christians, we can't pick and choose. The unbeliever can pick and choose. And they, they often choose not to give thanks to, for the good and the bad times, even to each other, to human beings. Obviously, they're not going to give thanks to God. They don't know God. But we don't have a choice. We've been told to give thanks in all circumstances. And all circumstances is, no matter what's going on in your life now, good or bad, we give thanks. We, I pointed out last week, Philippians um, chapter 4, says, but in, every, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So, so no matter how anxious, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known. And we give thanks through all circumstances, because it helps us to keep our focus on Christ as our helper. And He's given us the Holy Spirit, the helper, the comforter, the advocate, to help us through our difficult times. But are we leaning on Him? And if we're not leaning on Him, and we're not giving thanks always, it's not because we forget. That might be our excuse. I forgot, sorry. No, it's actually an attitude of ingratitude. And that showed up in Jesus' teaching in Luke chapter 17, verses 11 to 19. There, there's the parable, or the story, of the the, the ten lepers that were healed. And as Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem and he was passing through the region of Galilee and Samaria, and as he passes through, ten lepers cry out to him to be healed. And all ten lepers are healed. They experience Jesus Christ's healing. They experience his healing. But how many come back to show gratitude? How many come back and thank him? One. Did the others forget? No. It was ingratitude. They didn't care. They were healed. And who came, to, who came back and thanked him? Oh, well, the Samaritan. 
a man that should have had no gratitude towards a Jewish healer. But gratitude brings this one letter back to thank Jesus. And I think at times we like the other nine. We, we, we forget. We're quick to ask God to help us, to bless us, but we're also quick not to thank Him for the help. I think the most important thing we can do as we walk with God in this world is to be transparent, real, authentic and genuine with God. In your quiet time, cry to God. If you have an attitude of ingratitude, ask Him to give you the wisdom. Ask Him, and He will give you the wisdom to change that heart of ingratitude to a heart of gratitude. God is after not perfect people. He's after broken-hearted people that are broken and contrite in spirit and are humble enough to say, God, this is who I am. Please help me. He's not waiting for you to, to be this perfect human being. Then He can help you. No. You come to Him, warts and all, and you lay out your weaknesses before Him. And then you boast in your weaknesses to Him and ask Him for wisdom. And if it's a heart of ingratitude, ask Him to turn that heart around. And we have all the reason to have a heart of gratitude. Because if we know Romans 8.28, we read that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purposes. So no matter what your bad circumstance is at this present moment, God is working it out for your good. Because He loves you. And He cares for you. And, and sanctification and transformation can only come through hardship, trials and sufferings. Two of, the, two of the greatest men in the Old Testament, and there were other great men, but I think of Joseph and I think of Daniel. They did not get to where they got to in their lives through blessings. They matured and they grew as men of God through their sufferings. And let's not shy away from suffering. Let's thank God for suffering because then we know He's at work in our heart to help us. So this first thing, this first helpful thing that we looked at, which was to give thanks in all circumstances, whether favourable or unfavourable, will we? Will we look to God in all circumstances and thank Him. And if you want to listen to more of that first point last week, you're welcome to hear it fleshed out more. But let's now turn to our second helpful insight to help us always to give thanks. And the second helpful insight is, for this is the will of God. In Christ Jesus, for you, and we see this worked out in the rest of verse 18 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Now we see why it is so important to give thanks. It's, it's God's will for us to give thanks. It's not optional. We, like I said, we can't just wake up this morning and just give thanks to God what we would like to give thanks for and brush the rest aside. It's, it's God's will. For us to, to give thanks 
It stands at the centre of God's plan for us in Christ Jesus. Just like stopping at a stop street is not optional. You cannot stop when you feel like stopping. Stop streets are at the centre of the traffic rules to, to help us to avoid serious road accidents or even death. And thankfulness, giving thanks always, is at the centre of the Christian life because we better be thankful because those who want to enter are those who do God's will, enter into heaven. And it's part of God's will for us to be thankful and grateful. The fact that God allowed us to be born into this world, we should be grateful and thankful because we know life comes from Him. It's a gift. Eternal life is a miracle. It's a gift from God. This planet, this world we live in, the things we see are all a gift from God to us to practice good stewardship. And we should be thankful for everything that we have before us. And the only way that we can grow in our thankfulness, in, in giving thanks always, is to listen to another command that Paul talks about in 1 Thessalonians, and that is in chapter 4. For this is the will of God, your sanctification. It's God's will for us to be sanctified, to be transformed more into Christ-likeness. And if you want to know you are being sanctified, that you are being transformed more and more into Christ-likeness, then you will have an attitude of thankfulness. Giving thanks always will come from your mouth. Because as you are sanctified and as you grow in your sanctification, and the only way you can grow in your sanctification is if you are in the Scriptures, allowing the Holy Spirit to cleanse your heart, to sanctify you, and set you apart to be holy and godly. And holy and godly people are thankful and grateful people. They do have a heart of gratitude. Not perfect, but there is thankfulness in their heart. And again, it's not just the good times, it's through the bad times as well. But let's not be hard on ourselves. I'm not here to make you feel guilty, I'm not here to, to manipulate you, but this is when God's grace comes in. And God is gracious to us, that we can look to His throne of grace and plead for mercy and grace to help us to be more thankful. Because we actually been warned. None of you like, and maybe there's an exception there, but if you help someone or you lend something to someone and they don't say thank you, there's always a little bit of grumbling and complaining. We know what it's like not to be thanked. But thank the Lord, our Heavenly Father is not like us. He's gracious and merciful to us through our sinful acts like an act of ingratitude. And I'm not saying that you must always be in this emotional state of giving thanks. You walk into the shops, thank you Father, I can be here. Oh, thank you for the oranges here. Oh, thank you the bananas here. Oh, thank you for the, this. I'm not saying that. Because there are people that do that for attention. Oh, praise you Lord, praise you Lord. I'm not saying that. But remember, if you, if you arrived at the shops in your car, maybe before you climb out, just thank you, Lord, that I got here safely. Especially if you travel from here to Worcester. It's a very dangerous road at certain times of the day. 
But let's try and just remember to, to have a thankful heart. And don't think if you do thank God all the time that He's always going to come through for you. You're going to end up being a superstitious person. Because when God doesn't come through for you that time, you're going to ask, why? Why, Lord? The last five days I've been thanking you and you've been so kind and good. Now suddenly this happens. And didn't I thank you this morning? What happened? It's a self-righteous attitude. You think God is a God of performance. He's not. So let us give thanks as our lives happen before us. But you might be asking me, Mark, but yes, giving thanks always is, 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 is okay through good times. But how, how am I supposed to give thanks through the bad times? How am I supposed to give thanks if I've just lost a loved one? They've died. Or this coronavirus has caused me to lose my job. Or some distant relative has just died of COVID-19. Well, how am I supposed to give thanks? I find it very hard to, to, to come to God and, and, and give thanks. Thank you, God, for allowing my wife to die of COVID-19. How do we give thanks? I think it's no different to giving thanks for the good things. Because when suffering comes, you don't have to specifically thank God for that incident that happened in the bad times. But thank God for what's happened in your life because that situation is going to grow you and mature you and help you in your character, in your whole lifestyle. As sad as it is to lose someone or someone to die at a young age. And I, I talk from experience. My mom died at 57. And it was hard. But through going to God and wrestling with God and, and thanking Him for the situation, it helps you find tremendous peace. Because you wrestle with why, why, why? If, 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 if we did this, this wouldn't happen. Why God? But the reason, the big reason why we give thanks, because it takes our attention off ourselves and it helps us to fix and focus them on God and His throne, where we can plead for grace and mercy and ask God for grace and mercy in time of need. And if you want to know if this is true, yes, it is true, because how did Job work through his suffering? Lost the entire family, children, all his possessions, all his livestock, all his servants. He might have had something worse than COVID-19 because it lasted for a long time. He didn't have it for seven days or ten days and have to go into isolation. He had something that, that, that irritated his skin for, for, for days and probably months. And his wife comes to him and says to him, you foolish man, why did you keep worshipping God? Curse God. Just curse God for what He's doing to us. And he says, no. Wife, you speak as one of the foolish women speaks. 
Shall we indeed accept good from God and not accept adversity? Basically, should we only thank God for the good things, God? Or should we only thank God for the bad things? We're not thanking for the bad things. We need to know that God is sovereign over all circumstances. The same God that brings the good things into our lives is the same God that brings the bad things into our lives and is the same God that will give us wisdom to work through it. Not necessarily to take the problem away. And what did Job do in all his circumstance? Job did not sin with his mouth or blame God. He fell down and worshipped. Giving thanks in all circumstances helps you to continue to worship God and to honour God and seek Him through the difficulty. And it's just not praying alone. It's also going to the Word, opening up the Scriptures. Go to the book of Job. Read the first two chapters. And I remember reading a lovely book on counselling and, and, the, and the person that wrote this book said, if you really want to be strengthened, if you're going through some form of you're despondent, you're discouraged, there's some fears in your life, there's anxiety, all you do is spend a lot of time in the last four chapters of Job. From chapter 38 to 42, when God comes and speaks to Job. And all Job can say is, forgive me. And bow down and continue worshipping God according to His Word. So if you want to be strengthened and you want to be helped, pray and go to the Scriptures. Don't just pray and think, God's going to come down and, and just take everything away from you. He can supernaturally. I believe He can. But He also wants you to grow and mature through this incident. And we go to God and we worship Him because He deserves glory and honour. And we are called not to react against God. We are called not to, to, to start shaking our fists at God through bad times. If you struggle, go to a Christian friend and ask them to pray for you. Encourage one another. Share each other's burdens. And we do this in Christ Jesus' name. We have a faithful mediator who we can take our prayers to, who hears our prayers and makes known our prayers to our Father. Because that's how the rest of that verse ends, verse 18 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And the reason why we do it in Christ Jesus is because we are showing faithfulness to our faithful mediator. And we honour Him and respect Him as our Lord and Saviour. It's amazing when you read the life of Joseph or the life of Daniel and you see them doing exactly what Job did. They just keep their eyes fixed on God, the author and perfecter of their faith, as they go through these difficult times. And the fact that they keep their eyes fixed on God for help and wisdom is showing that they have a heart of gratitude. That they have a thankful heart. You don't always have to give thanks. The fact that you're going to God in prayer and you're going to His Word is showing a heart of thankfulness and gratitude 
because wow what a what a great book we have a book f- full of wisdom it's, it's it's alive it's it's real it's the only living book to cut deeper than than anything else it's a double-edged sword and it cuts through to our hearts to help us to be cleansed and sanctified will we be like the psalmist i will offer to you god the sacrifice of thanksgiving i will call upon the name of the lord that's how our life should be this morning we should should have woken up and just given thanks and thank god for life thank him for what's going on in our life thank him that he's real he's working he's helping me thank him for his wisdom his understanding his knowledge and his love and the real knowledge that comes through jesus christ alone so the second helpful insight is really to learn to give thanks always because it is the will of god for us in christ jesus kind of commanded we 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 cannot not give thanks it's part of our christian walk to be thankful and grateful and if you find yourself being unthankful not giving thanks always go to god and confess your sin and ask him to help you he's a gracious and merciful god but don't use that as a cop-out work at your heart of gratitude so will we turn to god's word will we turn to god in his word and and hear what these two helpful insights have to say from verse 18 of 1 thessalonians chapter 5 give thanks in all circumstances and for this is the will of god in christ jesus for you for you and i and i challenge us this morning it's not just to be here and listen and say yes i will do something go home today and find some time to read philippians chapter 4 verse 6 7 8 9 be anxious for nothing but in everything in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god ponder on it let let god into your heart he is there he should be there but let his word into your heart so he can help you God is such a loving, caring, compassionate Father. He wants to help us. But are we willing to open up our heart for Him to help us? Will we enter into gates, into God's gates with thanksgiving? Into His courts with praise? Because that's what a thankful person does. They just enter into God's gates with thanksgiving. They know that is the way into God's presence. Because this is the will of God for us to be thankful always. So let us go out this building and let us on a daily basis, let us, let us glorify and magnify Christ Jesus' name through giving thanks always. Will it be easy? No. But we can by God's grace. We can encourage one another. I'm encouraged to hear this and we can help each other to remain thankful and grateful for what we gain through this day and forward let's pray father we thank you for your grace and mercy thank you that your mercies are new every day but forgive us father for we do not always give thanks to you 
Because you have qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. You have delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of your beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. And how thankful should we be for that, that we have eternal life. But help us, Father, help us now to go out there and show people around us how thankful we are to be your children through how we live and how we talk and how we live in faith and obedience. None of this is easy, Father. And thank you for your grace. Thank you that we can look to you for forgiveness. Forgive us, Father. There are times when we do not thank you always. There are times when we shake our fist at you or we why, or we go and sulk in a corner for a few days. But we know we're just making things worse doing that. Instead of just coming to you and leaning on you because you do make our path straight and leaning on your wisdom and seeking your insight. Have mercy upon us, Father. Help us as a church always to be grateful and thankful no matter what comes our way. Help us, Father. Again, Father, we just thank you for your protection upon this church. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your goodness. But help us to go out there and be thoughtful and, and responsible and loving our neighbour as we exercise safety through this virus. Have mercy upon us, Father. Help us now to come and reflect as we participate in the Lord's Supper. Are we thankful? Do we have a heart of gratitude? Help me now, Father, to continue to worship you as I serve the Lord's Supper. Pray and ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen.